0: back to another episode today Kyle and I are going to be discussing some of the key traits that we think someone should have when looking to become successful uh, I mean you and I we're not we're successful in you know a few senses but definitely not financially successful yet <laughs> not there yet but um because I think like some people be like well you guys aren't successful well, why would you be giving me traits But at the same time, everybody defines success differently. And I I think that we're a lot further than the majority of 24-year-olds in life as we sit here giving this episode. So, you know, you can take it with a grain of salt. um, But we're going to be walking down some of the traits that we believe have helped us get this far. So, how would you like to start it off?
1: Uh, Sure. I think overall, uh, the first one that we have is just the ability to be flexible in terms of um, a lot of different aspects, right? Like, you know, you're going to have to be flexible with the time Um, if you're working on a company with someone else or with other people, um, you know, granted, everybody's trying to work for the same goal, but you're going to have to be flexible and find time to work with each other, whether that means staying up late or getting up early, depending on time zones and whatnot. So being flexible with your time and having an understanding of the end goal you want to get to, um, and then also being flexible with other people. A lot of times when you have a startup, uh, you might not have all of the relationships and the um, knowledge that you might need. And so you might reach out to try to network with other people and. Um, A lot of times, you know, if you're just asking for their help or their assistance, whether it's helping out with a photo shoot or videography or photography, um, you might be more so working on their schedule as opposed to yours. And uh, especially if they're doing it uh, for free to help you out while you give them exposure um, on your social medias and whatnot, um, being flexible with their time as well to to make things work because it's going to be kind of hard to drive a strict schedule as a startup.
0: I mean, bottom line, like things are not going to go your way especially when you think that they will. Yeah. So you, you gotta be able to adapt and work with what is in front of you. All right. Another one we have is you got to learn or at least try to learn sales. And, you know, this applies to anything in life. Um, if you, you know, you gotta be able to sell and nine times out of 10, you gotta be able to sell yourself, right? You gotta be able to sell yourself. You gotta be able to sell you know, what it is that you offer. So, you know, what value do you provide to make people interested? Um, When it comes to products, you know, it's good to be able to sell products too. Uh, You know, a lot of people, they buy with their ego, I would say more so than what they actually should be within their bank account. A lot of people don't like to stay within their limits. So, you know, I always think of that can can you sell can you sell me a pen right everybody talks about the damn pen and you know there's nothing that makes the pen great right there's nothing that makes you know this pen better than a bic or whatever it is that you're trying to sell to somebody but when you when you start to offer it as a as a question to the person like you know do you want to be good or do you want to be great whether they take the pen then they can become great if they don't take the pen then they're good a lot of people will take the pen just to become great instead of stay good, right? It's that like it's their ego that gets in the way, you know. At least that's what I've learned. Um, but you got you got to be able to sell because at the end of the day, I mean, how are you going to stay in business, right? If if you don't, if you you know if you don't sell yourself first and foremost, people aren't going to buy the company, right? They're not going to buy your selling unless they buy you as an individual. So you have anything with that? Um, Yeah. I mean, I I think another part of that is to
1: also having like belief in the, in the company or the product that you're trying to sell. It's really hard to sell something you don't believe in. Um, A lot of times, you know, you'll see that with um, I guess an example would be people cold calling to try to sell you life insurance. Like I'm sure anybody that is working for Northwestern Mutual or, you know, any random life insurance company isn't in probably, they probably didn't grow up thinking, "Wow, well, I can't wait to sell life insurance. So, you know, when they you get a random call from someone like that, cold calling, I mean, you can just tell in their voice, they're they're literally just doing it to get numbers on a sheet to say, hey, I called this many people today. So, I mean, you have to be really passionate about what it is you're trying to sell. And, you know, when people see that passion and they see it through um, people that also might work with your brand, it's much more believable and uh, more inspiring than, Trying to just sell someone for the
0: sake of selling something, right? You got to have good communication, right? You got to be able to build these relationships, and we're going to talk about some, you know, building some relationships in another episode. Um, we talk about practices to help your business succeed, but you have to be good at communicating. You got to be, you know, we we found out that I mean, not that we weren't never like not transparent with people, but we found out that you know, being just transparent. Um, you know, identifying the problem to, you know, that's in front of us and then finding a solution right away, right? You identify the source and fix the solution right away. Don't don't beat around the bush because uh, then things just build up and they get worse. So have that good communication, focus on building relationships with, you know, with people, with retailers, with wholesalers, you know, there, there there's a lot of connections out there, right? When it comes to your network. Um, and usually I would be shocked if the people that you know didn't know somebody also in, you know, in the direction of like something that you're trying to go. So for example, like if Kyle and I are trying to get into, let's say like, I don't know, a whole, a whole like a reseller, all right, or like a re- retailer, and we're looking to get into stores, I, you know, we not only do we, one, know people that work at stores, but two, you know, we probably know people that within those stores know how they go about actually like searching and buying products. Right. So somebody at one point or another in your chain of network, I guarantee you knows you know, or has a connection um, to what you're looking for. So you use that bridge to you know, build those relationships. Um, Kyle, you want to talk a little bit about just staying organized and managing time efficiently?
1: Yeah, staying organized is very important. You know, we'd always recommend having some type of, database, especially if you're creating a company with someone where you guys can share and upload documents. So we use Microsoft OneDrive for that. Um, Although our folders could probably be a little bit more um, up-capped, we at least have everything segmented. So we know if we have something for Launch 3, you know, it goes in the Launch 3 folder and just staying organized with all of our um paperwork and legal legal documents and contracts and photo shoots and website images. having everything in one area that you can easily navigate to is uh, really helpful for um, a lot of different things, whether you're trying to post on social media or if someone asks about something, you know you're able to reference that really quick as opposed to having a bunch of notes on paper um, that could easily get lost or um, misplaced. Right. so.
0: I will say that, you know, just a quick disclaimer, like we've used OneDrive, we've tried, you know, the Google Drive, we've had Dropbox way back in the beginning and out of the three of them, I mean, Microsoft is easily the best. Now I'm sure, you know, if you're looking into some stuff, um, you're probably looking between like Google and Microsoft. Personally, we've enjoyed Google a lot more. Um, Plus I think it's just, you get more bang for your buck. So. That's just what I wanted to mention in terms of our organization as well. Yeah. But um, moving on here, you know, having patience. I mean, th- this is just a given. You, you got to be patient. You're not going to come out of the gate, you know, making a million dollars as much as we all want to. Um, maybe you will if you already have the community and you know you already have the following, and then you bring a new product into that. Maybe you you know maybe you will. Um, but nine times out of 10, you know, especially the people listening to the podcast right now, like you don't have, you're like us, right? You don't have necessarily that community that if you introduced a new product or service to them, that they're going to, you know, be able to buy a new car within that coming week. Right. Like we don't have that. Um, I would, you know, I I know some people do, right. Obviously some influencers and uh, you know, some movie stars, whatever the case is, they can go out and do that. Like The Rock could do that, um, if he wanted to, but so, you you know, you got, you got to be patient, um, and and disciplined, you know, so we can get into that one. So having the patience and the discipline, because I like, nobody's motivated a hundred percent of the time, right? Especially when you start doing the tedious tasks. Like if you're, you're filing taxes or, you know, you need to add product images to a website or write a description. I mean, yeah, like, it's necessary, but it's not always that exciting, especially taxes. Taxes are never exciting. But uh, Kyle, did you want to talk a little bit about the discipline piece?
1: Yeah, I mean, everybody, every business is going to have back-end taxes. The, the fun part of, of a clothing business is designing clothes and sampling and trying them on and hearing people's feedback. But the things that aren't that much fun are... The costs associated with it, talking with suppliers that maybe have broken English and can't really understand what you're trying to portray, or you know, like you mentioned, doing taxes and updating product shots on a, on a websites. So, I mean, there's there's fun ups and downs of every side of business, I'm sure. Um, but staying on top of those things that aren't as fun uh, would, are extremely important, and you know, you can't only focus on the things that are fun because you know there's a bunch of backend stuff on on any business that needs to get done for, in order for those fun parts
0: to continue going. Here's what I would say to people that have maybe more than one person in their company. You know, if you're a multi-member LLC, or you know, you got two, three, four people, whatever the case is, is that you don't, you both don't necessarily need to file taxes. So, because one, you know, it could get, it can overlap, and like then all of a sudden nobody wants to do it, right? Because you're you're thinking the other person's gonna do it, um, and then it doesn't end up getting done. So it's nice to like kind of assign those roles. Uh, you know, I take care of the taxes for this company, but Kyle still like has a high level understanding as to why we have to do what we do. Or like I'll message Kyle and be like, hey you know, this is submitted for the quarter or for the month or for the year, whatever the filing is um, that we're doing at that point in time. So I would say that when it comes to something like that, you know, have, make sure everybody has a general high level understanding as to what it is that you're doing. Uh, but this goes for like social media too, like how you know, he'll handle the majority of the posting. Um, and you know, we, we just, we have it assigned to each other. We don't need to, you know, I, I guess the best term is like, we, we just don't need to be doing it together. Like there's no reason like Kyle or myself needs to be in the department of revenue website, you know, filing the OPT tax or the sales tax or whatever other taxes that are the breathing tax. Um, you know, there's, you just don't need that, but just make sure that especially your, your business partners understand why does you do what you're doing? Um, Next one is you, you got to be resilient, you know, and this gets a little bit back to being flexible. Uh, a lot of things are going to happen. You, you can't get too pissed off when things don't go your own way, because like we talked about, things are just not going to go your own way. I mean, that's that's business. That's life. You know, it just it happens. Uh, no, nobody goes through life with everything going the right way for them right everybody has struggles everybody has hardships everybody handles them differently right so there's going to be people that go through worse hardships than you and me there's going to be people that go through less hardships than you and me i mean that's just what it is it's not going to be an equal playing field um but you know you gotta you gotta have that resilience especially when you're you know you're running a business so you got you gotta be flexible and you gotta be resilient you have anything on that
1: yeah, I'd say um, in terms of being resilient, you, know, you just almost have to get numb to the feeling of, uh, um, how should I say it, like rejection or or failure. You have to be numb to that feeling because I know when we first started, when things wouldn't go our way, Cam and I would get a call and just talk about how stupid something was for an hour to an hour and a half. But in reality, you know, that's an hour and a half time wasted where you could have been working on solving the problems. So, I mean... I think from the time that we started up until now, when things don't go our way, we'll we'll talk about it, but then we're immediately thinking of how we fix it or how we correct it. Not necessarily harping on you know what happened and how stupid something might have been. We're always you know we're kind of used to it. Uh, it's going to happen anyways, and there's not really any way to avoid it. So when it happens, it's it's not really let's talk about it and, and get really mad. It's. This sucks, how do we fix it, kind of a mentality. Yeah,
0: you know, but along those lines I will add this, you you have to vent. You have to like you're not if you go through life not venting and not showing emotion towards something that you're passionate about, like it's just gonna bottle up until you explode. Uh and then you're not gonna wanna do it anymore. So like, you know, I like I I agree, I mean there's I agree to some extent, but you have like you you have to vent. Like you gotta let it out. Like there's emotion tied to what you're doing. There's anger tied to what you're doing. There's happiness tied to what you're doing. Um, you, you gotta express what you're feeling because if you don't, it's just gonna, it's gonna bottle up, especially when it's anger. Um, and then you're not gonna, you know, cause you can end it at any point in time in terms of the business, right? Like you could just say, I don't want to do this anymore. I've been doing it, you know, I'm pissed off and I don't want to do it anymore. Um, but you know, if you express your angers and your concern and you, you know, then you come to a conclusion that's like I don't see anything wrong with that because everybody gets angry at something, you know, especially when you think things should go your way and then they don't. So you know, I, I think that people you gotta you gotta express yourself because not everything is butterflies and rainbows. So, um, but to what Kyle was saying, when it comes to failures and successes, like you you gotta you gotta be willing to learn from everything. And especially the failures, but even with the successes, you know, a lot of of times people are like, learn from your failures, learn from your failures, but how about like learning from your successes, like why did this work, right? Why did, why did this succeed? Um, So then you can leverage that, whatever succeeded and, you know, make it two times, three times, four times more successful in the future. So definitely learn from your failures, right? You, You learn from your failures so that you don't do it again. But you got to learn from your successes too, so that when you do do it again, you do it bigger and better than before. Right. You have anything on that. Um, I mean, yeah,
1: learning is just definitely something you have to get used to doing. Anytime you you fail, there's a learning opportunity. So, just always looking for ways to learn and improve.
0: Yeah, I mean, those you know, having those traits, uh, we can kind of sum it up here. You got to be flexible. You got to learn sales. Uh, you got to you got to be able to sell. You know, having that good communication, being organized, managing the time efficiently, being patient, being disciplined, resilient, having that willingness to learn from everything, including your failures and successes. you know, These are traits that will make you successful. And this isn't just with businesses, with whatever path you choose in life. You got to have these traits Um, and you might not have all of them. You might have a few of them right now and you're working towards getting all of them, but these ones for sure will help you. Get to that next level so we hope that you liked and or found value in this episode please feel free to share with your friends and family as always thank you for taking the time to listen you can still become a part of the envision nation discord uh, the link is in our bio for social media and speaking of social media you can follow us on instagram facebook uh, and pinterest and youtube at official iron pulse if you still want the iron pulse report you can do so for free on the newsletter and by signing up at or signing up at shopironpulse.com and remember no matter what you do be all in